You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast, our Christmas episode, ladies. Woohoo! I can't believe it's Christmas week. Merry Christmas, everyone. I know. Five days to go till the big lad comes down the chimney. Oh, I can't wait. Five, five days to go till that fucking elf fucks off back to the North Pole. <laughs> How many years more do you think you have with the elf? Oh, I would safely say I have another maybe three years. But your elf lost his hat somewhere along the way, didn't he? He gave it to his friend. This is this is what we told. This is because there was a letter written to Eddie the elf asking him, where's his hat? Oh, Eddie wrote a letter back saying he gave his hat to his friend Buddy the elf because he had really cold ears. Wow. Eddie's, Eddie's just really a super cool elf that he gave it to Buddy like. Eddie's a prick. <laughs> Here we're all trying to be nice and festive and Christmassy. And Donna Marie oh. straight in. Eddie's a prick. Poor Eddie. I <laughs> just a misunderstood elf. Eddie came down to the house there in the middle of July when we were decorating the bedrooms. Eddie just Eddie. showed up out of nowhere. Eddie just showed up out of nowhere. And Kai was like, why is Eddie the elf here in July? We had to explain to him that Eddie sometimes pops in during the year to make sure everything's going all right. Wow, you were really attentive elf in your house. I don't, I don't think that happens to other people. I actually can't fucking wait for the day. <laughs> like, who came up with this shit? This is not a tradition of ours. This, Hallmark. this is only a new thing. This is like a few years ago. Someone decided to write a fucking book. And attach an elf to it. And that person is probably a millionaire now. Yeah. 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 I do remember the year that I stayed in your house for Christmas and I was sleeping on the couch and uh, me and Eddie set up late drinking and Eddie didn't go home on time and Eddie had to Eddie had to climb into my luggage so the kids wouldn't see him on Christmas Day because he, he was too drunk to go back to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Santa forgot to bring him up on the sled. Santa forgot his little ass. I think Eddie was too drunk to get on the sled, to be honest. Me and him <laughs> were sitting up drinking the old mulled wine and rum. Whatever about, like, the run-up to Christmas and all, but, like, Christmas Eve is a busy fucking day, evening, and night. Yeah. And he just be the last thing on my mind. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Anyway, let's get, let's get down to some festive... Festive goings on in the Mediterranean. And I want to start with the fucking guests because I think they are definitely the focal point of this week's episode. What a bunch of fucking assholes. They were so painful. They really were painful. That's a that's a good word, Mev. Oh my God, assholes. These are like, you know, where sometimes you get these guests on and you just know that it's just all a bit put on. Yeah. 
Yes. You just know that they've set out to do this on purpose just to be dicks. Whether it's a decision they made or production put them up to it, who knows, but they're just asshole, rude fucks. Like, yeah. like, I don't know, but I don't care how much money you have or how fucking rich you think you are. The world on his fucking album knows you can't cook a baked potato in five minutes. It just doesn't yeah. happen. Well, unless you yeah. buy the frozen ones from Aldi. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't expect to get a frozen one from Aldi on a fucking five-star yacht. Like, you don't come in at the main course and say, can we have a baked potato? I think they just wanted to piss them off. It's like the gay breakfast. I really don't understand what Jack could have done to make it gay. Like, what's a gay breakfast? To me, I mean, to me, if I would think it'd be rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. That's what rainbows I galore. Like, I'm and sorry. Sausages. But you don't, there's no such thing as gay food. Gay does not have a food. So, therefore, all you can do to celebrate gayness is decorate. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you decorate everything and make it really colorful and lively and use the rainbow colors and do all that stuff. And then just serve breakfast. Yeah. And you couldn't put food coloring in scrambled eggs because you don't know what way that no. would go. Like rainbow pancakes. Like, what, what do you want them to do? Split the sausages open and fucking paint rainbows inside it looked like the fucking thing had an std seriously who's <laughs> gonna eat that shit no yeah i just don't know what jack could have done to make it satisfactory for them i mean like if they'd have even given an example of what he could have done i might have been like oh yeah well, that's that's what i did yeah but they yeah. didn't criticize the pancakes like yeah, and your man doing the window was wearing his mask sunglasses, so like he wasn't going starting off great anyway. Like he was a little bitch. Like I mean, let's 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 call a fucking spade a spade here. He was a little bitch, and ooh, like I don't want something that I I could have the ingredients for at home. Well, I'm sorry, but you should probably have the ingredients for everything that Jack has cooked for you in your house. Everybody cook has steak and vegetables and stuff like that. It's how it's fucking prepared, you knob end. <laughs> no, I serious can't. fucking ah oh, clowns. I'll never get the rudeness because I just think to myself, if I was on a yacht, like I'd be living my best life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck a yacht. I live my best life anywhere I go where someone hands me food because I'm not having to cook it myself. Like. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, my mother always said it, and she was never wrong. The bit that's handed to you is always tastes nicer than the bit you cook for yourself. It does. Yes. 100% dinner that's handed to you is always nicer than when you cook. And then the whole business of the steak. Now, can I just say that if you're looking for different meats or meats all cooked at different temperatures and it coming out fresh, you best fucking believe that it has to come out staggered. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the only way you can do it. <clears throat> yeah. How the fuck is he and I don't. To... Go on. Sorry, I, I, I thought you were going to say something there. Um, no. Like, I mean, it's coming out like medium rare and then there's going to be medium and then there's like medium well. So like, that's all going to be staggered. And he took the fucking uh, meat on his plate that 
looked pretty fucking rare to me. Well, it wasn't rare, but it was medium rare. Looked gorgeous. Took it on his plate. So we knew what he was getting and then tasted it and had this face on him. Yeah, and it was said to him twice how the medium well was coming out next. Yeah, he was told it was coming. You don't need to taste steak to know it's it's medium rare, rare. Like, use your eyeballs. Yeah. If I, I am one of these people, now I like my shit well done. I like steak well done. If somebody came out to me and handed me steak that was pink, I wouldn't even have it on my plate. I'd be like, sorry, I, I ordered the well done. And then she would have been like, oh, that's on the way. I would have been like, grand, thanks very much. Yeah. See, me, I like I like my steak that a decent vet could get it back to the field. That's how I like my steak. I'm more mm-hmm. of a medium well. Well, I don't usually eat it that way at home because I cook for Maeve. So I kind of just, you know, roll them in together because it just saves time and hassle. But if I go out, it's probably getting ordered rare. I don't order blue, but... You know, I could. I've eaten steak tartare before, raw. No problem. I'll eat it. It's beautiful. The more you cook it, the more you kill the fucking taste of the meat. It's a beautiful cut of meat. A cow has died for this. And you want to fucking scorch the earth with it? No. Shouldn't be allowed to order steak anything more than medium. That's how we like it. It's like cannibally. That's where the taste is. Some people and the fucking thing is burnt. Like the cow died so you could burn its ass? No. Yeah. I, I, I like mine well done. Yeah. Somebody taught me a long time ago that if you order well done in a restaurant, your steak just gets left at the back and then it's left and then they turn it eventually and it's just it's one of them ones that they cook but they forget about it. Yeah, because they hate cooking it well done because it's it's not the way it's supposed to be. It is in my world. Yeah, well, look, that's personal taste and each to his own and all of that. But anyway, the guests were assholes with regards to the food. No fucking Ken, Ken does serve me up the chicken, medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Ken. Poor Ken. Actually, speaking of Ken, uh, Kyle did a very good uh, Ken impression this week. He went to A&E for a rest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know what? I was watching it and I'm lo- looking at him and I'm like, see this prick? And did anyone else notice how he was making sure he came back for the second day so he could be included in the tip? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He wasn't missing out the tip, yeah. No, it was migraine. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Zach is shite. Fucking mongrain. Like, I mean, let's be honest about it. Asshole. Dehydration. Can we just get that get it out here, right? Every single human on the planet probably has dehydration at some point during the week. Yeah. Like yeah. we all have it. You know, that kind of way. Everybody has it. But we are we the most of us usually recognize it. The exhaustion, you are no more fucking exhausted than somebody else who's actually been walking their whole off for six weeks. Like, you know, yeah, you're tired. It's coming to the end of the charter season. Maybe just don't drink as much. Yeah. yeah. Have a rest. Yeah. You see, if if that was me, I would be like, okay, well, what what I'll do is I'll fake me migraine after the char so I don't have to go out drinking with them. And I'll order myself a takeaway and I'll go to bed and I'll fucking sleep. Something tells me the camera crew on board has ratcheted out over the takeaway. 
But yeah, but I totally stay in and just sleep. But yeah, you have I to eat because the chef's gone off the boat. Eat. Yeah, but you could like you could get a fucking pot noodle or something or a ramen as they like to call it. It's a poxy pot noodle. No, I'd be like deliver it straight away. Like bring me the biggest pizza you can find, <laughs> yeah. a can of coke, and then let me go to bed and watch Bravo on my tablet or something. Do you reckon they have delivery in Genoa? No, yeah, but, but the pizza place would definitely like, deliver. Surely they have Just Eat or whatever Uber Eats they have over there. What? Surely they would. Like. They hey. had they had Brazilian dancers in Italy, so they're going to have some yeah. sort of food delivery yeah. service. And that's another thing about the guests. Who the fuck wants to see Brazilian dancers when they're in Italy? Like, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Lara does. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> man. Lara was, Lara was so funny. Mamacita. <laughs> I, seen, I seen a comment on Facebook today, right? Basically, a person put up a post saying, like, they love Lara, as we all do. But they can't help but think that if she was a bloke talking about women the way Lara was talking about women, it would be a whole other different story, like. No. And- but not in the realms of below death. Because how many times did you see it where the fellas to say these kind of things and it's just part of the show? Well, I have to say, we've lambasted Gary on this show. And Gary has been la- fucking harpooned on social yeah. media for the same shit. So like, that was the whole point. Let's be, let's be honest, like it won't be standard, happening. Yeah. yeah, it is a double standard. Yeah. However, I'm perfectly happy with the double standard because I don't think it sounds creepy or misogynistic when a female says it. Yeah, look, I it's not even that. I don't think it's a, a, like... I maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think it sounds creepy and misogynistic when it comes from a certain age group of a boy. Like I've seen people online calling Luca out. Whereas to me, I'm like, it's just a young fella. He's only a young fella, you know that kind of way. Whereas when I see the like the Gary doing it, I have a problem with because I'm like, you should know better. You're old enough now. You should know better. You're coming across. I have said this for a long time where you're out in a club or whatever like that and there's a fella and he's, you know, a flirt, we'll say. And there is a line and a certain point where he goes from being a flirt to a CDL lad once he goes over a certain age. And I've said that for a long time and it's just the way I feel. I'm like, you get away with it until you hit a certain age group. So I don't see Luca as being, Speaking you know, as that anything dude, other than as that fan. creepy old dude in clubs, which I don't go to very often. It's fucking extremely rare. But yeah, so you class me when I say shit like that and do yeah. shit like that as being a creepy old dude because yeah. I'm in my forties. But it would have been the exact same. It's the exact same with Lara. So the way Lara was talking, I she's young. Had Sandy been talking like that, I would have been like, she's old. Now, she should know better. The age of her. The age of her. She should know better. <laughs> Tell me this. Tell me this. Does it change if the person is commenting on someone of a similar vintage? Yeah. No, it doesn't change. It's the same. So I'm not allowed to look at, look, I'm very happy in my relationship and all of that stuff. But if I was to comment on a woman of a similar vintage and say, you know, 
you know, Jesus, that ass is holding up well for our age. That would be considered creepy. Well, it's probably kind of misogynistic well, I mean, as well. But it, like... Yeah, the fact that you're putting in for her age at the end of it is a whole other fucking ball game. But yeah, because I'm like, you should have more respect. Like. Okay. It gets a certain age. You need to be behaving your age, acting your age, showing wow. a little bit more respect. Wow. We like Donna used to be like super liberal and like these days you're just like ultra conservative. Like you really are like almost whole of the sheet territory these days, aren't you? It's the age, I'm telling you, I just you know, I don't know, I just get more respectful as I the older I get, the more respectful I am. <laughs> I don't know. Some would say fucking prudish, pal, but like I mean, come on. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> Anyway, back to the deck crew and the interior. Back to Vile Kyle. Let's go back there because we're not done with him yet. Fucking hell. I actually can't wait for this season to be over. I don't know how much more of this shit I can take with this chap. The thing that annoyed me, the thing that actually really annoyed me was the commentary around Kyle not being there. And them saying, oh, you know, this is low energy. Like, we need Kyle. We need Kyle. Hang on a fucking second. Why do you need him that much? And this business of he has a pre-existing relationship. You're not going to have a pre-existing relationship with most of your clients on a on a charter yacht. And listen, I, uh, I love Sandy. But when she started talking about employing people based on character, and not walk. And I'm like, is she going to tell me she implies Kyle based off his character? Because his character is scum. Well, you see, but the one he portrays of, like, the big happy clappy. Yeah, but to me, he's better at his job than he is of character. Like, I mean, he's not yeah. bad at his job, but his character mm. is disgusting. So, I agree. To me, he's it's very completely good at, at odds with what Sandy's talking about. He is very good at his job, like yeah. fantastic at his job, just like Natalia is fantastic at her job. But then his nastiness, the toxicity just spills out. It fucking oozes out of every pore with that chap. He's just a horrible, horrible person. Yeah, I think Lily yeah, I would have been better on that. service with them because of her English, uh, like being from England, like she would have had a laugh. And like I, this is the bit that I don't get. And I, and I did make reference to to you, Maeve, when we were watching this. Why would you not take somebody who has a strong service background and say, "Right, Jess, look, I'm down, Kyle. Lily has a lot more experience on service. I'm going to put her in there. I'm going to put you in housekeeping." This idea that the fucking junior green stew, whatever you want to say, has to be on laundry. And doing cabins is bullshit. You put the person with the correct skill set into the job. But this is coming from someone who sat in a confessional saying she wished that uh, Sandy would have fired her so she didn't have to teach her. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's the worst chief stew ever. She is worse than fucking Natasha. 100%. Way but then worse. you have like when Sandy has a conversation with her and gives her a bit of a boost as well as. You know, she did it in the right together. way. Yeah, she yeah. told her to get her shit together, but she also gave her a little bit of boost, you know, that kind of way. 
and a bit of self-belief. And off she goes, not a body to her. Yeah. And there yeah. she is. She was asking questions and she learned. Yeah. She yeah. learned. She genuinely felt like, okay, look, I need to push on here. Let's do yeah. this. And she did it. And it only took her like three charter. This is the tour charter. So less than maybe a week to me, Maybe to me is just one of them. Because I'd be a bit like this. You know, like, if I was teaching someone, like, this is why I'd never be a teacher. I don't fucking like. But if I was teaching someone, I find myself not understanding why they're not doing it the way I do it. But, but you would teach them that. People, she didn't teach her. Yeah, but some people do things differently. You know, like, if I showed you how to do something, and you do it, and then you actually think, well, actually, this is easier for me to do, but the finished product is the same. Yeah. Everyone right? finds their And there's own nothing way. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Whereas I would be a little bit like, oh, why isn't he, why can't you just do it the way I show them? That's just me, OCD head, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, so, I'm that way. I can't yeah, teach Therefore, people. I just don't teach people. I don't teach people. I never have, I never will. So maybe to me it's a bit like that. But that's not good in a leadership role. None no, of us are, well, none why, of us are like that. I'm not fucking in one. <laughs> yeah, but none of us can do it. Like, I mean, I do lots of things really well, but I'm not the best teacher in the world because I'm quite impatient. I'm the very yeah. same. I'm quite impatient. If you're yeah. not getting it, I'm going to struggle to fucking break it down for you because yeah. that's not the kind of person I am. But ask me to do it and I'll just do it and kick ass. But... Teaching people yeah. is a whole other ballgame. It's a skill set I don't particularly have. Well, they didn't do a great job with teaching her and they didn't have any belief in her and she proved them wrong. I'm delighted she did. Yeah. Go, Lily. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Because we really like Lily. I really like Lily. I think yeah, she's I like a good Lily. one. She's got a good personality. She's bubbly. And for a posh girl, she's actually all right. Yeah, I'm I'm fond of her. So I'm her and Max are very Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing her now off the next night out when she's not as drunk. Yeah, exactly. Let let's move on to Max now that you brought him up, Maeve. Let's talk about Max Max and the fucking pasta that's there and wasn't there. It's like a gigantic child. Like What's wrong with him now? Is he just turning his toys out of the pram because he's tired? Yeah, he's tired and hungry. That's I, I can sympathise with Max. I'm the same. I get hangry. I get really, really, really narky when I'm tired. So I kind of felt sorry for him until he refused to apologise. Then I was like, oh, Max, you twat. But yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. That's a lack of self-awareness. Like if you if you are that way, as you just said you are, like you said when somebody says you know you're wrong, you turn around and say, Look, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I apologize for what I said. Obviously it was a mistruth, I misspoke, never happen again. You know, yeah. and you you throw yourself on the sword there. But he just Yeah, and like he did he did tell a lie. You know, he did tell a lie about the pastor, but at the same time I'm sitting there going I don't think there's many people that would disagree with them. You know, when you walk in, like, when you're vegetarian shit all the time and you just want a bit of fucking meat. And he just walked in there, he saw pasta and vegetables, and he's like, he probably just wanted a fucking burger. But why not go to Jack and say, Jack, I love your food. 
is there any chance of just something with a bit of meat in it when you get a sentence? Probably didn't. He probably just didn't feel. I would. I'd be saying. I'd be like, no, I'm not going in there and disturbing him. He's enough to do. Yeah, and then it's easier like, to throw the tantrum than it is to yeah, actually go and take long to throw it. Like, I mean, he's not looking for a fucking five star. He's just looking for a bit of meat. Still, I wouldn't. I'd be tired from like now. Throw a chicken fillet in the pan. Turn the. Fucking I think. Thing. I think with the guests that were on board as well, like they were already chomping at fucking anyone and everyone and. In particular, Jack was under massive strain, keeping yeah. them true. happy. That's true. That's so true. he probably just didn't want to add. He did, didn't want to cause any trouble, and God love me, ended up causing nothing but. Ended up yeah. causing nothing but trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But so something tells me though he what like we see him just walking out of the room. Something tells me the start of. The next episode, he just turns on the seals, goes back in and say, look, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm angry. I agree. I think he'll just go in and apologize and everything will be all right. Because he's just, he's just, I get, I'm like that. Like, you know that. If I'm tired, I can easily chew the head off somebody. Ah, no, Donna Marie. Wouldn't hear it said about you. Wouldn't hear it said about you, pal. Yeah. I'm so grumpy when I'm tired, like. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't get hangry. Like, I know people who get full on hangry. I would be more exhaustion will make me narky. No, I, I, I definitely get hangry. I'm 100%. I have to eat. If we go shopping, Maeve puts a snack in our bag to feed me when we're going around in case, you know, I start getting a little tetchy. Yeah. Never she'll sense shopping. it. She'll sense it and she'll pull out a chocolate Especially if I want to do a day of like, I want to potter around a couple of shops. Yeah, I just bring a few snacks, and I'm like, this will keep them entertained. Yes, feed them, <laughs> feed them the snacks, and away we go. We're all good for them. Yeah, I sometimes I flip and flop between being hangry and tired, but definitely like after two night shifts, like don't come near me until I've slept. Oh, yeah, because I'm like a little gremlin. <laughs> I, I think that exhaustion is a form of torture. Like, what can torture me if I'm exhausted? Well, it is because it affects you in so many ways. Your body's tired, you're mentally fatigued. Like, it's, it affects your mood. It affects everything about you. It affects your emotional state. Yeah. Like, I mean, anyone that suffers at all with anxiety will tell you when they're tired, their anxiety is through the roof. And everything just gets heightened. So yeah. it really is. It's, it is, of course. Like, I do agree with Max. When he says, like, I need sleep for me mental health. Because he, he's not wrong. No. He's 100% on the money. But he's just yeah. unfortunately in an industry where sleep is a premium because you're up to your eyeballs all the time. But if you look yeah. at it, he's, even though he has to change his shift this week, he's getting more rest than Lara and Luca. Well, he is because he takes it. No, but like, that's what I mean. They're sacrificing more for him. Yeah. Even though he feels shifted on the break. Yeah, but look, Max, Max strikes me as the type of person who works to live, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. But when you do work, yeah, have to. You still have to work. Like, I think I mean, he's oh, a great job. Yeah, he's got better. He's got better. Like I mean, I let's face it. Scroll back to when Max Force came on board and what we said about him here on this podcast. We absolutely slated him week one yeah. that he was on the yeah. board. Yeah. We've I grown into he, him. He just does 
what he has to do. And I mean... Yeah, but which is the bare minimum. Like, I mean, let's be clear. Yeah. It's, it's the bare minimum. But that doesn't necessarily translate well on a five-star yacht where people have to, you know, work their asses off. But Lara's happy with him. And once she's happy, I think that's all that matters on that yeah. boat. But it shows when they're a person down. Now they're down because Haley's off puking. Fuck it. They Hashtag hangover. Hashtag fucking two-day hangover. Exactly. What is the story with all this getting off the boat for sickness after nights out on the piss? I mean, and they are we believing that they're bugs? Like? I don't believe any of them have had bugs. I believe they're all just being hung over. That's yeah. my opinion. And Lily, Lily got the short end of the stick because it was very obvious she was hung over. But she stayed on the boat. She stayed on the boat. Whereas Haley was, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. It's not a hangover. It's not a hangover. And Jess was the same. And Jess was the same. Jess was totally hung over, man. Totally hung over. 100%. Dehydrated and hung over. I'm dying to see if anyone calls me up, like, at their reunion. Do they not have Dioralite in America? Sure, they have an equivalent. Like, because if I was, if I knew I was going to work on a yacht for like six weeks, I would have my suitcase packed with ores and dioralite. For sense. Yeah, I'd be all over that. Dioralite up the yin yang. Yeah, it's like when you go on holidays, you always make sure you have a box of one or the other. Yes. I do that here. Sort. After a night on the on a session here, I take the hydration tablets before I go to bed. Yeah. Like, it just makes good sense. Yeah. It just makes good sense. Um, we've got a break now for Below Deck. It's, yeah, until the 8th of January. Yes, which means that after this week, um, our next two weeks, it'll be our pre-recorded review of the year because there's nothing to talk about. There ain't well, we happening. do have a seven-minute sneak peek of the episode for the 8th. To upload today, so that'll be uploaded around the time of our release of the podcast. There you go, people. There you go. Check that out. Let's let's move on to Winterhouse. Can I just start with Go Brian, Go Brian, Go Brian, yes. Go Brian? I've so never so happy to see someone get a wear in my life. Although, man, that was a scary ass wear. Fucking, she comes in full throttle. The tongue was out before she even got to his mouth. I was delighted for him. Get in there, Brian. And then he's in confessional saying she's not like wifey material. I'm like, fuck's sake, yeah, Brian. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, he was actually just looking for a dig. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't say that shit. Just all you turn around and say is, well, you know, there's like the distance between us and... You know, not yeah. sure how it'll work out, but it's nice for her. You don't yeah. actually say she's not. Why is she not wifey material? Why? Well, I love how she thought about it. And she was like, it's something I want to do, but I wait till the very end. So I'm not stuck with him for the two weeks. Yeah, because yeah. she didn't want to find herself in a fucking Alex 2.0 situation. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Oh, I suppose we better talk about fucking Danielle and her. Oh, man, that, the, the, the girl is just. She needs to like, go and like. We just for the listener, we have not been given the reunion episode yet. We'll probably have it first thing in the morning, so we haven't seen it. But I am hoping to God when I turn on that fucking reunion, Danielle is like 
mortified for herself, apologetic for her psychotic behavior, and, you know, blames it all on Robert. Because fuck me, man. Like, she really, Maeve, if she put a blonde wig on her, I'd call her Lindsay. You are yeah. right. Nailed it. Yeah. I'm Where telling did you, you make me your sandwich last, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> I like poor Jordan. Poor Jordan. And then, I don't know if any of you have noticed, but Lindsay was talking about being gaslit by Robert towards the end of the relationship. And then Danielle. when she called Jordan now, or Danielle, sorry, so I, I called her Lindsay, didn't I? Right, yeah. it slipped there, pal. Danielle, uh, when Danielle called Jordan now to sit and talk on the couch, instead of opening the conversation with a fucking apology, she tried to turn it around and ask Jordan why she was behaving with Alex the way she was behaving. And I'm like, bitch, you just said you were being gaslit by Robert. And here I am watching you gaslight Jordan. Yeah. And then I liked how Jordan was like, well, my behavior hasn't changed since I got here with anybody, including Alex. So you it's just true. need to. It hasn't. She's behaved like it just bothers Danielle more than it's bothered anyone else because Danielle is so insecure. Does anyone else not think that Jordan is just a little bit too fucking smug? I know I like this winter house, Jordan. Smug, smug in the sense of the confessionals, like. Yeah, she's just a bit too fucking smug. I she's know. She's just a bit too, like, I'm right, you're wrong, bitch. What are you saying? Yeah, she is. And I'd be the exact same. Yeah. She's not smug. She, when she na- put the nail on the head when she said, Danielle, embarrassed herself and that is exactly well she did embarrass herself yeah. she did embarrass herself yeah she did. so these well, confessionals are filmed much later on yeah. they're not filmed when it's going on no, so duh but do you not think that like she sits there and says I'm not flirting she totally was flirting with Alex but she she has said numerous times she wasn't ever flirting with Alex she fucking was I think that's I don't know is. I don't know that. I just think that there's an obvious chemistry and connection between Alex and Jordan. But she's, yes, I totally agree. But she, so she's being disingenuous by saying that there's, there's nothing happening that I'm the same way with everybody else. You're not. That's the thing. When she was, there's a different level to it. She was with Corey, but then she found out he had a situationship. Yeah, so she was with Corey that way until she found out she just, he had a situationship, and then she pulled back. So she's saying it's not flirty, but it I is. don't think I don't think she was flirting with Alex the way she was flirting with Corey. I think her flirting with Corey was obvious; it was flirting. Whereas yeah. I think her conversations with Alex were genuine and deep because. There was a connection there. But it's all, it's all, at no point did she ever even attempt to explore because he was sleeping with Danielle. Yeah. But the conversation they had in the bar in that episode, the look on her face, the way she was looking at him was completely putting herself out there towards him. It, yeah, there was there was definitely a, an element of desire in those eyes. But she well, was look. told coming up to that that yeah they weren't together Alex, anymore. 
friend zone, Danielle. Yeah, until he stuck a tail on her in the bathroom. Well, that's because Danielle forced him. Well, yeah, she like... put it out there. Look, <laughs> I don't listen. I don't have a lot of sympathy for Danielle, and this is not. This is not me being on Team Danielle. Absolutely not. She was completely wrong. She set herself up for a fall when she went running back to him to, because she wanted to get laid. Look, she put herself in that spot. My only issue is I think Jordan was a little bit too smug and a little bit disingenuous with what she was saying afterwards and what she was saying, Jordan. That she wasn't being completely truthful either. We'll agree to disagree because I don't think so. And I think Danielle has zero fucking self-respect. As Maeve said, she threw herself. I mean, somebody put you in the friend zone, would you honestly wake up the next day and throw yourself at them? I'd I'd be in my bathroom with a voodoo doll. I would not be out there throwing myself at them. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, she's in a bad place at the moment. She's all messed up after the breakup. She's in a rough, she's in a rough spot. Her head's all over the place. It's not an excuse for her behavior. It's just the reason why she's behaving the way she is. Well, it's if not she an excuse, in, it's the reason though. If she comes into the reunion and openly admits that, I'll give her a pass and we'll yeah. move on and I'll be back. Because let's 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 be clear. She's still a really nice person. Like, look what she did for Schwartz and Floody. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. But she's I not listening. Because yeah, Alex did say he was feeling overwhelmed and she just like, well, I'm not going to listen to you. This is what I want. Yeah. So. Uh, Alex is easily fucking overwhelmed as well. Like, I mean, he could have easily, you know, kind of sidetracked that a little bit. He could have dealt with that. But Alex is a little bit shove everything into the rug and hope it goes away. That's why he allowed himself to be overwhelmed. Well, it's as Kyle said, he's a fucking genius. Yeah, he just walked away. <laughs> well, he did. Here, listen, this is not it a knock on Alex. Yeah. yeah, it's not a knock on Alex. But if he had a set of balls, when she started coming on too strong, he just said, "Listen, bitch, this is a bit of fun for two weeks. I'm happy to fucking climb the mountain with you, but you know, we're not building a cabin on the top of it." I think what Kyle said is right. He doesn't like confrontation, and I wouldn't get that. I don't think you would either, pal, because. You mean you have zero issues with confrontation? We're well able for it. Like, <laughs> you know, that kind of way. So, yeah. it, we are trained at all, and our mentality is completely different to someone who does not like confrontation and shies away from it. Like, yeah, like I get that in work a lot. I'm talking and I'm saying something about some, maybe somebody in the room, maybe somebody who's left the room, and I'll say something, and somebody will say to me, Shh, someone will hear you. I say, I don't care. Why would, why are you shushing me? I don't care. If somebody comes up to me and said, I'd say to their fucking face, what, do you think I'm scared? No, I'm, I'm saying this openly. Oh, you're very loud. Yeah, with a reason. Maybe I want somebody to hear this shit. Maybe this is the way I want to deliver the fucking message. You know? I couldn't give a fuck. Well, you're going to come up and, co- and confront me. Go ahead. Watch how that works out for you. <laughs> I, dare, I dare you to go into work next week now and type an email out and send it to the person. Put all your grievances into one email. But that's not how I deal with things. I wouldn't deal with it that way. I know you don't want fucking evidence. That's you don't want. First of all, you never put that on paper because now you're just hanging your ass out in the wind. Now there's evidence. That's a bullying case. That's a bullying case. Whereas if you can (laughs) smile and nod and go, "You're a useless asshole," while people are watching but can't hear what you're saying, now it just looks like you're smiling at the person and they seem psychotic when they complain about you. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's like Alex 
is non Yes, I am a devious motherfucker. <laughs> so he just melts into the background and legs it and that. You know, it makes life it is easier. Like Kyle was not wrong. It is yeah. easier. I was like, actually, I'm going to try that next time. See how I get on. Leg it. Yeah, harder for you to leg it though. Because what? if you're in the middle of drama, it's probably not a situation you're going to be able to just leg it from. Watch me. It's going to try. Hi. Watch. Next time we're with Alan, she'd be fucking throwing grenades all over the place. And then I'm just, I'm just going to the toilet. <laughs> Snore. <laughs> but yeah, look, the whole situation was one big, giant fucking shit show to watch. And I was like, I actually can't wait to see the reunion. I am dying to see Danielle. Like, I want her to go in there and for her to say, oh, my God, I was all over the shop. I probably shouldn't have gone on so soon after the breakup. That's what I want to hear out of her mouth. Do I think I'm going to? No. No. Probably not. Now, I no. had a thought, and it's um, it's summer house related. But I wonder, remember the argument between Sierra and Danielle and where Sierra through the wine glass? Yes. I yeah. wonder, was that edited so we didn't see that side of Danielle that we saw in this episode of The Winter House where she was coming for Jordan? Mm. Oh, maybe, I don't know. Oh, yeah, We're going next level deep now. Yeah. I don't know because there wasn't a big sort of pushback on Danielle over it from within the group. And if they edited it a certain way, you would get, I think you'd get that impression because people would be saying, well, look, to be fair, Danielle, she, yeah, she may have done that, but like, I mean, you did kind of get in her, but none of that was ever said. Yeah. There was never any mention of the editing of it, which makes me think that maybe it wasn't. Yeah. But and the fact knows? that Sierra had her hands up, like. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, listen, you lose the moral ground once you throw some. Yeah. All right, moving on from one psycho girlfriend to another, Sam. Now, well, I actually kind of felt sorry for Sam. So did I. Yeah, I'm not so going to lie. I can definitely, um, somebody just doesn't like her feelings and talk about feelings, can totally see where she's coming from. Yeah. I did feel extremely sorry for her and... When she did ask Corey the question, I don't know if I believed his answer. No. No. It wasn't convincing for me. It was kind of, I'm being put on the spot now. Yeah. And he said, well, I suppose technically we are. So, yeah. yeah. And that's not a very convincing. Like, if you wanted to be convincing, you'd say, this wasn't the way I planned it. I had thoughts in my head about how I would go about this. But I, I do re I have like strong feelings for you. I yeah. do really want to see where this goes. And I want it to be exclusive. So yes, will you be my girlfriend? There's a there's loads of variations you could use. Going, well, technically you are, so yes. That's not very romantic. I do feel like he's put on the spot and he told her what she wanted to hear just to shut her up. Yeah. Yeah. Just to finish off because he knew that settled the case. And then yeah. they'd go their separate ways for a little bit and he could kind of get time to think then because he's in Charleston or wherever he is and she's in New York, so. But then even in the confessional, like, my mom says, shit, I get off the pot. Like, 
That was a ridiculous way to join the two. Yeah, like shit or get off the pot. Like there's lots of things you use shit or get off the pot for. Not for getting into a relationship or anything to do with a relationship. Like it, it deserves a bit more thought. Yeah. Than that. I think he's just a big Peter Pan head and there's no hope pinning him down like. Well, not yet. Like he's still young as well. Like, I mean, is he not like a good bit younger than Craig and Austin? In my head, I have that he's 26, but well, I don't know again, why. What age is Craig? Because they were actually they were in college together now that I think of it. Uh, yeah. So if Paige is 30, is Craig around the same age? Well, we, we've never heard that there was an issue with their, like, that oh, one is much um, older than the other, and that's maybe why, He's know. 33 years of age. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, Craig is 34, so, yeah, that makes... Time for him now to make good decisions. Yeah. He's got he about year two left. more years. He's about a year left before he becomes a sleazeball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, with that fucking alpha who wore a Bravo con, he, he just moved into a whole different category of lunatic. Yeah. Worst, so I worst outfit ever. I just felt so sorry for her in that moment. I was like, oh God, you know, and she very clearly is in love with him, like. Yeah. 100%. But, like, I mean, anyone can see that. Like, you don't react the way she reacted over the Malia did. thing unless you have seriously strong feelings. Yeah. Yeah. But, exactly. And then be also being insecure as well. Yeah. Like, I'm not insecure about my relationship, but what makes me insecure, do you know what I mean? Like, she completely contradicted herself in the space of two seconds. Yeah. You're insecure because he he uh, puts that puts you in that position. Well, you see, this is a big thing with me. I don't believe women are insecure when they're with the right person. I no. think no. the behaviour within the relationship is what makes a person insecure. Yeah, and the both yeah. boy or girl. Like, but I, I think the behaviour is what, what makes you feel that way. Look, we've all been around long enough to know relationships that don't have trust, that don't have that you know, you can go and go where you like and I fully trust that you won't do anything. They don't last. No, if you don't. don't have that, it doesn't last. No. No. No, I will 110% agree with that. Like, I've been in relationships in the past where I was like, nah, I wouldn't trust him as far as playing. I think I'd let Ken go anywhere. Fuck, I'd let that man go to Thailand for a whole month. Bye. Bring us up nice. Best month of Donna's relationship. Bed to, Bed to myself. So, but yeah, I just yeah. think that that's what's missing from her situationship is she feels insecure because of his behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he won't, he just won't make any sort of commitment. Like, what the fuck is it about? Why is it so hard about making a commitment? Like, honestly, what is so fucking hard about saying, yeah, like, it's just going to be your stuff. If it doesn't work out, just say bye. It's the Americans. They do. Like, I mean, so what's this fear of getting hurt all the time? It's life. You're going to get hurt. It's because of the way they do it. This whole dating thing. Like, I think in this country, you go on three dates and that's it. You're in a relationship. 
Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. Now. With the younger generation, we could be wrong, but that's how it was when yeah. we were in our 20s. Yeah. Once you went before date, that was it. You started calling them your fella. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, many times you've been out with them. I've been out with them three times. Jeez, you're practically engaged. Yeah. He's yeah. your fella after the third date, and that's that. It's never been this whole dating and exclusive and what's your relationship status. No. And there was, was markers. There was, there was time markers. Like, if you got to three months, it was probably going to last quite a while. If you got to yeah. a year, once you got a year or over, well, then it was only a case of, you know, mm. unless something happens, depending on your age. But, like, yeah. there was markers that once you got through, you felt really comfortable and sort of... Yeah. It was. It, it didn't even have to be said. Yeah, like once once you got past the three months mark, and then you felt comfortable enough to fart in front of them, and all that was that. Like <laughs> together, it's the real deal. Ah, uh, people make too much of that whole farting in front of each other. Just fucking fart. We're yeah. gonna hear you fart at some point. Oh, I've gotten to the stage where I fart and work now. Listen, I don't imagine. You could do it farting a little less, mate. Maybe you should just, you know, maybe you should go back to that, you know, pre three month thing where you just fart a little bit less. And they smell. Oh, that was me. But I I, I don't know what you're talking about, Donna Marie. Like, I mean, you're you're not exactly an angel. Yeah, you walk into your house and you're in the fucking toilet. Yeah. I'll be out in a minute. Yeah, I'm very Yeah, just, we hear you, we smell you. Like, I mean, yeah. all those things are true. <laughs> I'm very comfortable in my own skin and I'm very comfortable with the people I surround myself with. And if I wasn't, I shouldn't be surrounding myself with them. That's my whole thing true. in life. This Anyone that comes into my house, yeah, I don't mind fart in front of you. I'll take a shit while you're making the tea, 100%. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, yes. We, we we do have a pretty fucked up, you know, idea of, you know, what, what makes people comfortable in friendships and stuff like yeah. that. But it is true and it's it's just real yeah. life and it involves <laughs> shitting and stinking. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, but um, on the whole, good season of Winterhouse. Oh, it was brilliant season of Winterhouse. I enjoyed it and I don't understand. I've seen a lot of comments online bashing the cast, bashing the below deck cast, bashing other cast. I thoroughly enjoyed the shape up Winterhouse had. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, do I want to see them all back for another season? Yes. Yes, I do. Because I feel it's important that the people out there bashing everyone gets to know them. I feel yeah. the people that are out there bashing don't watch Below Deck, probably never have. Yeah. You know, it's like I didn't watch Family Karma, so I had no idea who Brian was. But I definitely went in with an open mind and got to know him as best I could through a TV screen. Like, yeah. And not a fan. Oh, no, yeah, I know. I like him. You're not, you're not a fan. You're not a fan, but you don't sit there bashing them the way I've no. seen people bashing people no. online. I'm like, I've like, said my piece on here. I don't feel the need to go online and go, oh my God, he's awful. Because he's not. Yeah. He's just not my cup of tea. I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed seeing uh, all the below deck guys that were there. I loved the, the little bromance between Tom Schwartz and Alex. And it kind of made me happy that. Sandoval didn't get to go because you could 
absolutely see the escape and enjoyment on Schwartz's face. And he said it himself at the end. His friends are so fucking toxic. It was a breath of fresh air going out there and meeting different people like and well, having this a is new the friend. First thing that Sandoval or fucking Schwartz has done in close to 10 years on his that own. doesn't have fucking own. Sandoval or anyone else involved. And we're forgetting like it's the first thing that like it was literally filmed days after Scandal Life. Yeah. Like he literally had to leave to, to go do and the do the reunion. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that is some, like, in fairness to him, you have to hand it to him because he came back in good spirits and haven't seen a lot of the reunion, even though I'm not a big VDP watcher. I haven't seen the, the bits of the reunion that I saw. I don't think I'd have been ready to go on TV straight after that shit. No. The only criticism I have. And this will probably be aimed at Kyle because he's the, you know, events party coordinator. The daddy. They were out there for Paddy's Day. And not and one fucking shamrock did we see. Yeah, they didn't do they an did Irish not scene. No, they didn't. That's true. They um, did not do an Irish party for Paddy's Day. There's not really anyone in the group with that Irish connection that took it doesn't matter. No, but they still didn't have a party. They're American. They love Paddy's Day. It was an excuse to drink. They could have just drank. They could have had Guinness. They could have had fucking Irish flag shots. Yeah, make the snow red or green, white, Kyle orange. dressed up as a leprechaun with an orange mullet. The fun they would have had. Do you know what? I'm kind of glad they didn't because I, for one, could do without seeing more Americans running around... <laughs> fucking telling me they're Irish and that their great-great-grandfather was in the struggle and all this kind of shit. And I'm kind of happy that they didn't do anything for it. So, fair play to you guys. You know? You're actually well, I thoroughly enjoyed the season and I look forward to Summer House now because next time we see a few of them. Yeah, and I really liked, because I didn't like Malia coming to the end of Below Deck, whatever last season she was on. And I like her again. And I also like seeing this side of her. Um, yeah, and I love having Katie fun. Floods. Katie Flood is so nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. And just touching back, like, I mean, we saw their uh, trailer for next week of Ned where Sandy hangs Luca out to dry yeah. in the crew mess. <laughs> and poor and I, I don't disagree with Sandy. He does go a little bit, you know, little schoolboy face on him when uh, he's talking about her. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's quite incestuous the old yachting world, isn't it? Yeah. Where all these people are now that now that it's been going on so long, the relationships from other cast members and previous are starting to come through because yeah. there's been so many alums. Um, and then you the see, uh, you see Jessica's face when like Sandy literally hanging him out dry. Clearly has no idea that Luca and Jessica are sleeping together. Like. Which, or does you know, she, or does she? <laughs> or does she? Because, like, I thought the captain knew everything on the boat. Yeah, or does she? Time will tell. Yeah. And be in the reunion. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of hope she does now because that's the type of shit drawer I am. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd have more respect for Sandy and I might actually like her a little bit if she actually <laughs> did know and she just said, hang on. Hold the grenade, lob it in there, and just mic drop and go. That to me would be. Yeah, I'd actually. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be good for me now if I heard that. Right. So with that, we are now gonna end this week's show. We're taking a break. We may, we may keep your eyes peeled, drop an episode on the Winter House reunion this week. Yeah, little bonus. Little bonus. Little, bonus. Like little Christmas bonus. Um yeah. apart from that. We want to wish all our listeners a very happy Christmas um, and a prosperous new year. We won't be here, but we will have our end of year review um, over the next two weeks that we will be recording and dropping each week. And yeah, just a big thanks to everyone who's tuned into the pod this year and, you know, keeping us going. Um, we're like, we're, we're here for the listener. We're, we're down to... Have a big 2024. Woohoo. Donna Marie. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. And happy new year. Because I hope 2024 is good to all of us. I hope it's peaceful. I always wish for a peaceful new year. Absolutely. Because that's all I want. At my age, I just want fucking peace in my life. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks, Maeve, for our <laughs> musical interlude. <laughs> right. Take care, people. Enjoy the end of 2023, and we'll see you all in 24. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.